This is a podcast version of our YouTube video. Make sure to subscribe to Oddspeedy on all platforms so you don't miss any content. Now on with the show. Hello guys and welcome to Odson Serie We have the 26th match day and we have Juve Lazio, we have Inter Atalanta. So a lot of things to analyze with Danny Fisichella. But remember, I also want to know your opinion. So leave a comment below in the comment section and you will have the chance to win a £10 free bet with Novibet. Also, if you enjoyed the video, do not forget to click on the like button, subscribe to our channel and click on the bell to get all the notifications. And now let's go on with the show. New match day in the Serie A, new battle for the Scudetto with Inter now. Really, really favorite to win the title. Ciao, Dani, how are you? Ciao, Edu. I'm good. I can see you are very well refreshed after your holiday, but I'm sure you kept an eye on Italian football, even in your break, you know. There's a lot to talk about. Of course, you know how much I like uh, Serie A and Italian football and things are always very interesting. Also, in the battle to avoid relegation, uh, starting for the first game to analyze Spezia Benevento, two newly promoted teams, uh, Benevento especially. Maybe one month ago we were we could say that they were not going to have problems to stay, but I think both teams need to be careful because Cagliari and Torino will push from behind. I think these two teams, if they start uh, not winning games, can get in trouble. Danny, Spezia, they lost against Juve, something that uh, can happen. Of course, now three winless games for them and Benevento especially. I think it's kind of worrying their form. They lost 0-3 at home against uh, Elas Verona. They also lost against Napoli. Now nine winless games for them. And if we check the odds, uh, the favorite is Spezia. I guess it's normal given the form of both teams. They come from two 3-0 defeats, but they were very different 3-0 defeats because Spezia uh, traveled to the Juventus Stadium and they were the better team for at least 35 minutes. They impressed me the way they attacked Juventus, they pressed them high, create chances. In the end, obviously, uh, the quality of Juventus came out. Spezia even missed a penalty at the end, so it could have been a better defeat for them. Whereas Benevento, they could have lost by five or six at home against uh, Verona, uh, they were played off the park, they were bad at defense, they couldn't create many chances. They only scored one goal in the last uh, four games, Benevento, whereas in the first five games of the season, they scored eight. Maybe someone told people in Zaghi, look, you need to start looking at the defense in order for you to uh, make sure you stay in Serie A. But as, as soon as it, they become a little bit more conservative, they've lost completely uh, their mojos and the spark and they look in uh, trouble. Uh, Spezia at home they are not particularly good although they beat Milan recently they are 17 in the home table uh, they did, lost uh, six game in the reverse fixture Spezia won 3 nil at the beginning of the season at the Vigorito uh, last year though Benevento in Serie B won both games uh, but I think the home team is favorite for this one and the good the odds are good uh, 2.12 for a Spezia win Okay, we trust uh, Spezia here from the relegation battle to probably no battle at all. <laughs> Udinese Sassuolo, two teams that are in the middle of the table, maybe 
Sassuolo can have a chance to go to Europe, but I don't think so. They drew against Napoli with uh, Caputo scoring a penalty really, really at the end of the game. But Sassuolo probably deserved more with a very good Berardi, whereas Udinese, they drew against Milan. Dani, they should have won that game. I don't know that humble. Actually, some people were saying that that could be match fixing for sure was a very, very strange humble. And Udinese, they are in good form. Only one defeat in the last five games against Roma. Udinese should have won a San Siro. They impressed me the way they are organized. We saw again the very good tight defense. Let's not forget Udinese are the seventh best defense in the league with 34 goals conceded and the third best defense at home. They showed that organization at San Siro for 97 minutes. Then with 15 seconds over the added time, Strigel Larsen committed a silly mistake. But, um, you know, uh, obviously they should, they should have won that game. But um, we have to say that despite the lack of clear goal scorers, you know, the top scorer is the pole with four, then you got Tokaka with three, Pusetto with four goals, probably the last two minor play. Udinese, they always look threatening, but because they have shown a very good organization, despite some bad results at the end, you know, in the last few months when they lost to Roma, to to a Parma. Sassuolo, I think uh, they start showing again the really good football that they showed in the last end, in the back end of last season, especially because Berardi is back in the front three and him and Caputo are linking very well. It's no mystery that, you know, when uh, Sassuolo can organize the play, especially playing from the back, if you look at the action of the second goal, they against Napoli is a very good build-up. They do the best. They can make the best of their technical abilities. We are still waiting for the third of the front three, uh, Boga, uh, to sparkle this season. However, Sassuolo, then they have got limits at the back because sometimes they overplay, uh, they make silly mistakes, they switch off. That's why they let loads of goals in. But against Napoli, they also hit the post twice. So probably, although they scored at the 95th minute, who knows, maybe they should have got a little bit more from the game. The last time they didn't score was on the 6th of December when they traveled to to Roma to have a nil-nil draw. They are fourth in their away table, so they travel better than most teams. They're even above Napoli in that uh, table. So I think for this one, let's go for the away team to score first. So Sassuolo to take the lead, 2.10. All right, uh, yes, Sassuolo had many chances to go 3-1 against Napoli and then at least they got a point. One of the best games in this uh, match day, we have it on Saturday, Juve-Lazio, because Juve, they are playing against Porto in the Champions League. They beat Spezia with Morata scoring again. He just came out from the bench and he scored 10 points away from Inter. So at least, well, they have to win this to keep uh, hoping that Inter drop points, whereas Lazio, their game against Torino, was uh, suspended and they are not in the best moment. Uh, defeats against Bologna, against uh, Bayern, also against Inter. So it's a good moment for Juve to win this one. 
Absolutely, Juventus are favorite for this one because no matter how they played against Spezia in the recent home games, they end up doing the job. I mean, they were not spectacular at all against Spezia, but they were effective. Yes, we said they suffered for 30 minutes, but they come on the back of uh, six consecutive wins at home, uh, four consecutive clean sheets, actually make it six if you count the two Coppa Italia uh, games, so they can be trusted when they play at home. Obviously, for them, the big game is against Porto in midweek because that's really uh, the test to see if the team has improved since last year. The disappointment of being knocked out against Lione is still uh, vivid in the mind of Juventus. And, you know, it's a massive test for not only Pirlo, but uh, many players. So no no doubt they'll have their minds on that uh, game. Uh, maybe they'll get one of the key players back for the Lazio game, which is Quadrado, which they missed a lot. And you remember how important was Morata now that he's coming back after suffering from a virus. He was vital in the, in the, in the game against Porto when they lost one. But as soon as he came back, Juventus started playing better. And, you know, also against Spezia, he showed his influence. Lazio... Uh, they are losing recently against top teams and that should be worrying for uh, Inzaghi also because they haven't got a great record going at Turin the last win was in 2017 but also sometimes with this Lazio team you wonder whether Inzaghi has a plan B has he got 15, 16 players can he count on or just the starting 11 because he ends up relying always on his basic 3-5-2 formation which you know sometimes works very well but you need sometimes a little bit more coming from uh, the bench especially because they will be without Manuel Lazzari for at least 10 days and we know how impacting he could be so I can see Juventus being favorite for this one but let's go for a first half results so Juve to win the first half 245 um there are only six points actually between these two teams so the difference this year is not that big in the table on sunday we have uh, roma genoa roma trying to climb again to the top four it's gonna be very difficult uh, for them at least they beat Fiorentina with a very, very late, uh, late goal scored by Diawara after Spinazzola scoring in both goals. But the bad news is that Beretou got injured and he's a very, very important player for Fonseca. Be careful because Roma has uh, have also Shakhtar in the Europa League, former Fonseca team. But Dani, they always uh, do their homework, we always say that, against the mid table teams meet uh, or even in the bottom except when they drew against Benevento just a couple of weeks ago and Genoa they drew in the Derby de la Lanterna so here we can see of course Roma really favorite probably the odds are actually very low too low I would say to trust this uh, Roma I think it's because Roma's form at home has been excellent so far this season, despite they lost the last game 2-1 against Milan, but they have the third best attack at home, 30 goals scored. However, they only kept one clean sheet in the last five at home. So uh, careful with, uh, you know, if you if you want to bet on the goals uh, market. I think, uh, as you said, the Roma against the small or medium teams always does the job. Uh, the issues with injuries is, of course, they miss Veretout, already scored 10. Zeko might still be out. Is Borga Mayoral filling the Bosnian boots? He hasn't scored since a month and a half. He's been more prolific in the Europa League, of course. And there is 
Shakhtar. Uh, Roma obviously is fighting in two fronts. He has to get top four, but also the Europa League is a very uh, good chance not only to put your hands on a trophy, but also to qualify for next year uh, Champions League. Uh, this game could be tricky uh, for them. Uh, against Fiorentina they deserve uh, to win but they left it uh, very late Genoa I think now under Ballardini they completely uh, established themselves as a mid-table team I'm sure they will be fine they will not go down they lost at Inter 3-0 but because they make six changes they had the derby in mind and in the derby against against Sampdoria we saw a different team more on the front foot they play with the partnership front of Destro and uh, Shomudorov. The only issue perhaps is that they have not scored in three of the last four away games. So that could be a concern. I think it's going to be difficult for Roma. Uh, I think Roma is going to win, but in the first half it's going to be a draw and in the full time Roma win. The hold are very high, 4-4. Okay, so draw at halftime, victory for Roma in full time. Then let's go for the relegation battle. Crotone Torino. This is a must win for Torino because they just dropped to the relegation zone two games in hand. The game against Lazio was suspended, but they might lose actually that game. So their last game that they played was in the 19th of February and they beat Cagliari. Actually, they were in a very good run and beaten in the last six games. So that's why they should beat Crotone, a Serie B team that they are not even competing actually in the last games. Well, uh, Crotone, they keep collecting uh, negative records. Now they've already conceded 62. If they, co- if they continue at this rate, they probably concede over 90 uh, goals in the Serie A. Uh, they were obviously played off the park at Bergamo against Atalanta, despite finding an equalizer in a very strange situation. But that's because Atalanta's mistakes at the back. We'll talk about this a little bit later. Uh, they changed the manager recently. They appointed again uh, Serse Cosmi. It's, you know, it's a very famous name for whoever follows Italian football, but he was a manager that established himself with Perugia in the 90s and Udinese afterwards. He hasn't managed in Serie A since uh, 2012. He's obviously and his famous hat, of course, is obviously a very a choice of a very pragmatic football. They were playing a very expansive and attacking football under Giovanni Stroppa. Now they're trying to uh, do something a little bit more simple. Perhaps they are already preparing for Serie B. Someone said for Cosmi, going to Crotone is like jumping from the 12th or 20th floor without a parachute, you know. Uh, obviously, relegation is looming. Torino, they got two games in hand. At the moment, they will be relegated. And, you know, I'm always wary when a, when a team has such a long break between games. Also because they could not train for over 10 days. They have other, other, uh, over eight players 